The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Today is the 9th of July, 2018. Um, as I said last week, uh, we got our good friend John Bruni coming in here shortly. The weather here has been, like, insane. Um, 90s every day, 99, 100, but with heat indexes of 115, 120, I was saying how I trained towards the uh, middle of last week. It was 107 in my garage. I trained yesterday outside quite a bit, mostly stones. Um, I'm doing, um, I call them primers. I'm using anywhere from 30 to 40 to 200 pounds and in between of sandbags. And I do this with my long strength and squat pull-up uh, program. And I can use this all through the whole training session if I want. And what I do, I've got a ton of sandbags loaded. And I take them, and I walk them, I don't know, five, six feet. Well, before you say that's not much, add that in with squat pull-ups, add that in with the long strength good mornings, and you got a hell of a primer because if you've been following what I've been doing with John McKean, and John Bruni and I have talked about this type of power rack training in our past shows, I'm telling you right now, you don't need a lot of stimulation, just a good upper, lower, full body warm-up to go in and start and do what we do, opening up with one to two to maybe three sets with a max, and then pushing it against a set of rods. This is phenomenal. I, I team it up with another thing that I call the York Short Bar Workout, where I take a number of movements and rotate them. So it could be... Uh, a, a barbell curl, a press, a high pull, um, bent row, you name it. Be inventive. Don't put any more than 50 pounds on the bar and go round and round and round for anywhere from 7 to 10 reps. And then I go and play with the sandbags. I'll tell you right now, not only are you going to get a, a nice flush and you're going to build some strength, those are things you want to even do on your off day Maybe not any more than 15 minutes, but I am here to tell you, you're going to see gains just using a 50-pound bar. Why? Because you're you're playing, you're you're fooling the whole system. And we're going to get into this more and more. But I've been using this to prime the power rack work, and it's it worked incredibly for me. And as everyone knows, it looks like John, Robbie, and his grandson are going to be coming up here this summer for sure. And we're going to film a ton of stuff, so stay tuned. Um, Also, go out to, well, do this. Stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Why? When you talk like that to yourself, get ready, because the world is coming to you in a big, big way. Also, too, 
go out to uh, FiorellaBarbellCo.com for two things. Um, Winners and Champions, Inc., that is our premier product. 14 modules, which will change your life. Also, Prosperity Consciousness page. Donations, people call it, but we call it investment. You're investing in Motivation and Muscle and Fiorella Barbell Company. There's a $25, $50, and $100 investment. You get free things with each investment through me. And it goes right to my PayPal account. And I'm telling you right now, I know the feedback we're getting, how this show is changing hearts and minds. And the way we're going with this, wait to see it in even another three months. Things are changing here, folks. Wait to hear the show I did with Charlie Oliphant last night. Unbelievable. And for anybody that hasn't friended Charlie, friend him. Go out and look at his new documentary. I don't know if it will be out this year. It's called Granite. It is vicious, and yours truly starts it right off narrating it. Talks about Charlie Oliphant. Absolutely incredible, and I'm thoroughly honored to be part of it. They credit Eminem for the rise of stone lifting big time for a, a, a big piece of the ingredient, and I thank guys like Stevie Shanks and Martin Janzix and Charlie and everybody. Um, because look, we got Chris Beetham coming up this weekend. It, we and and we just had. Um, um, I have to think for one second. Uh, we had yesterday Cam Ford on from Australia, who's getting ready to go to the gathering too. August fifth, I think it is in Scotland. Just outstanding people. I mean, I am one hell of a lucky guy, and I'm going to be talking to a huge possibility this afternoon. Um, world champion Highland Games athlete. Wait till you see this. And that's what we're working on right now. Um, and also, too, I want to, I, I'm, I've got so much to talk about, but I want to get John in here. Um, the woman, her name is Ariel. Um, she is a polished uh, person. She's acted. She still acts, I believe. But her whole thing is media. And she is the one that is the driving force behind Granite. Well, if everything goes right with confirmation, Charlie, Ariel, and myself are going to be doing a show next Sunday afternoon. And you're going to learn more stuff about video and film and lifters and her perspective because she's going to be filming the gathering. And she's already, we've talked, when I go over to Scotland or Iceland, whether I'm alone or with people or meeting somebody, she is going to come over and do that whole documentary with me in Iceland. Very exciting stuff, and I can't wait to speak to her Sunday. So get ready for that, too. Um, also, too, go out to MotivationMuscle.com. Look at all the shows John and I have done. Um, as I said with Charlie and everybody, John is an outstanding individual, um, very generous with his time with me. Um, and we talk quite a bit offline. Uh, just a great guy to talk to him, bounce things off. And it's nice, too. He listens. He doesn't talk over me. He doesn't interrupt me. Um, John, to me, is the uh, is a big cog in the wheel here. And we've talked about some things down the road. We are in the process of getting very money conscious here, and it will all happen. And I, I for sure would be honored to have John on stage with many of the other family members that I would love when we speak to 100,000 people. And I don't care if it's 20,000 or 200. 
I hope John will be there because uh, he's very inspiring. Also, too, go out to uh, MotivationMuscle.com. Uh, don't forget about signing up for our free newsletter. It goes right out to my MailChimp account. Bang, bang, bang. Also, too, come on in and advertise with us. I have a meeting tonight about that. Um, invest in here, and we'll invest in you. And I'm telling you right now, you will get everything I've got to make your brand bigger than ever. We want you to be with us for the next 30 years. My whole attitude is this. Let's go out and make each other a lot of money because with that, we can do a lot of good with it, and that's what I care about. Also, too, our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. With that, I'm going to give you a little introduction on John as soon as I bring this up. Number one, John's a strong man. He's an author. He's a motivational speaker. He's a pastor. And as everybody knows, he's been a writer for Milo Forever magazine, even though we now know now it is shut down. But John's been and done a lot of things. So, John, with that in mind, you know it's always an honor to have you on, sir. And uh, thanks for coming in. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. I think it's just going to be a fantastic time. Always an honor to be on Motivational and Muscle. And uh, I'm just looking forward to uh, just the gems that we get to share with each other. And what happens is people just kind of get to dig into some of the nuggets mm. uh, that we're going to share as we have a conversation today. Yeah, and you know what? i got to remember, maybe towards the end, um, we can talk a little about the E-STEM um, by Earth Pulse because um, I've been doing some wild things with it, where I'm putting it, where I'm running two of the same colors together. Paul and I have talked, you know, at least weekly Um it, it, we'll get into that, um, and we'll talk if we got time at the end. But we're going to talk about – this is one of the things I like when John's on here because John and I can talk about anything. But we're going to talk about barbells, dumbbells, and stones. Now, all different pieces of iron, steel, whatever, granite, whatever you want to call it, but they can be used in a similar fashion. But I like the idea of – a heavy barbell, you know, you could do a bench press, you could do a bent row, etc., etc. Same thing with a heavy dumbbell. We can use different sizes of each, you know, two inch, three inch. But the stones too, you know, we're going to talk about how do you grip a stone, a, a natural stone to a made one with a, with a mold, etc., etc. So, John, take it away. Um, you know, you've been around. A long time like me, we've seen a lot of things, done a lot of things. I know we both plan on doing much more and learning. But barbells, dumbbells, and stones, give us one movement of each that you really treasure. Uh, well, obviously when it comes to the barbell, I love, love, love doing deadlifts, all forms of deadlifts. Um, you know, you can do Jefferson style you know, when it comes to the barbell, if, if you hit the deadlift, you've really hit every single muscle in the body, you know, from your traps on down. So if I can only do one lift, it would be the deadlift. And the reason why that is, too, you know, I love squats. Squats would be up there as my number two mm-hmm. all time. In fact, squats are my favorite personal exercise, just that, you know, deadlifts hit more muscles. Um, but the difference is with squats, you got to have some decent uprights to put massive weight on. Yeah. So if yes. I only had one 
exercise that I could do with the barbell, it would definitely be the deadlift. And if it came to uh, the, the, the dumbbells, probably either the the one-arm snatch, mm-hmm. uh, which is a very explosive thing, or the one-arm overhead press. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give you tons of exercises a little bit. Um, and then the stone, you know, obviously uh, I love pulling the stone up to chest level where you're really kind of hugging it and yep. squeezing it as yep. an isometric. Yep. I mean, that to me is my favorite, that isometric squeeze at the chest, especially if you don't have a strong enough barrel or something to throw the stone on. You know, doing that chest squeeze really hits and targets everything in the back, the chest, the arms, your biceps, your grip. You know, so somebody could do those three movements and become a monster. Oh, yeah. And I let me let me tell you something. This is interesting. You said that about bear hugging. I've gotten a lot of different discussions because we know the stone in Iceland, the Husafell especially, You've got to be able to bear hug this thing. You know, obviously, when you explode it off the ground, you got to be able to hold this thing. Because I've said before, there are no handholds. It's as slippery as talc. And if I remember, uh, my, my steel stones are a half an inch wider on the sides than the actual stone of Iceland. Why? Because I wanted it just a little bit bigger. And everybody's always like, well, you know, uh, you got to have big, thick forearms, wrists, you know, biceps are, you you know, I know people like to rag on bicep building, but let me tell you, you better have some strong-ass biceps to carry a stone like that. I mean, myself, Bill Crawford, many, we've torn our bicep in, in Iceland, okay? Now, how do we get big forearms? Well, we know there's multiple things we can do, but, you know, how much can you do when you're doing Everything else, it seems like. Well, here's something I learned, John. And, there, well, obviously, I'm a big thick bar guy. I love doing seated wrist curls. I love doing reverse standing curls. I love doing a wrist roll or two. Um, I've got the Iron Mine one, and I've got one that was made out of wood, which is absolutely incredible, professionally made. Um, but I'll tell you right now. There is nothing like grabbing those Hoosa steel stones and bear hugging them and squeezing your forearms as hard as you can. I always say I want to make them explode. Um, you know, this was a thing that, you know, it always reminds me. I know it's a little bit different. I want you to comment on this. And then we'll, I want to talk about a little bit about barbells and dumbbells. But, I, you know, you always remember, you know, a guy went up to Norm Shemansky. How do you get your press stronger? keep pressing well it's the same way how do you want to get your forearms bigger stronger able to hold it just makes sense grab a heavy stone and hold it like you said for time isometrically whatever okay and then put it down and start doing things like that because you know something there's nothing like acclimating the body to a stone that you're going after and going to lift it comment on anything on that agree or disagree Oh, totally agree. If you're doing these exercises right here that we're talking about, uh, you're going to be working your tendons. And that, that's what a lot of people don't realize is that the grip, you can build massive forearms, but the secret is you want to build massive tendons in your forearms. Yep. You know, so you want the size and the strength. Yep. And when you're picking up that heavy barbell, especially if it's a thick barbell, 
And when you're picking up the stones or you're snatching a heavy dumbbell or even you still have to clean it uh, if you're going to press it. So all those movements are putting so much pressure on the tendons of the fingers and the forearms. And then when you're bear hugging that stone, if you dig the fingers in and you're active with them, not passive, you're going to have a grip of steel without even having to do extra grip work. Now, I love extra grip work. It's, yep. it's a blast. It's fun to do. But I'm saying if you're doing those things right there, you're not going to even need to do any grip work. No, and I totally agree with you. And you know what it is, John? And here's another. I want you to comment on this, too, because I'm sure you've, you've listened to it and you're thinking. Everyone's looking for the next great piece of equipment. Everyone's looking for the next program to do whatever goal that they're set out to do. And we usually know, you know, whether it's going to lift Denny Stones or a 500-pound bench press. And I'm talking raw. I'm not talking shit on. Um, and there's no shame. Let's say in a pollen axle, 200-pound, strict, back-against-the-wall barbell curl. I'm not, And cheat curls are fine and all that, but I'm talking from the days of York where they would have to have their back against something and curl. Whole different whole different movement then. So what is it? Why is it when you and I say, okay, we love grip work, that's obvious, and we and it's great to go out and do different things. But when you can take a stone and grip and hold that thing isometrically for time, I I, I just don't get it. So what what do you think? What is it what is it? Is it they have to Go and say, well, I tried this and it was great, or is it just like, is it the fear of d- the stone too much? What do you think it is? Why are they always looking for something else? Well, if you want to really, my big opinion on this is it comes down to hard work. Yeah. Is okay. most people want a program that will work their body and give them results without having to put in really intense blood, sweat, and tears. I agree. And that's the secret. You see, a lot of people are like, you know, how can I get the most bang without doing the least work is yeah. what most people want to do. It's the nature of how we're wired. And uh, the secret is any program, if you put in the blood, sweat, and tears and hard work, is going to work for you. Yeah. You're but, going to get results. Yeah, and the, but in, and the thing is, okay, the thing is with all this is you and I both know you want to compete in something. I mean, you do some of the wildest stuff. When you do these shows, you know, whether they're motorcycles trying to dislocate both of your shoulders or cars running over you or the glass and all that, this isn't for the faint of heart. And this is what I try to tell people, you know, you know, you talk offline to people, I'd, I'd love to go to Iceland and lift the stone or go to Scotland and all the other things we've talked about, you know, the shank stones in Ireland, if you get, if you're lucky enough to get invited over there and meet Jack. You know, we've talked about on the last few shows when Nicole Davis was on here, you know, and Bill Crawford, and we were talking about, you know, going to Japan and lifting the stones that they used to lift in the temples, okay? My point is, I think, you know, as they say, the road is paved with good intentions, but you and I both know I, I've already had an injury over there. We went over and almost got murdered in a storm in, over there. There are no guarantees with that stuff. You go over, you you do all your work here, and you go over and do it, and you work damn hard. And I think you're right on the money. The rub is always going to be if you think. Look, 
Barbells are dynamite. That's why we're talking about them. But there's a big difference between a 418-pound deadlift and a 418-pound Husafel stone lift and walking at 50 meters, folks. And that's no insult to a 400-pound deadlift, believe me. Different animal, different beast. And I'm telling you right now, something like that, if you're not ready for it, you can get injured very easily or it'll shred you in half. I mean, you just won't be able to go after it mentally. It, it, the, the sheer look of this stuff when you come up to where it all is, it'll blow your friggin' mind. So what I'm saying is all these things, they might look real sexy and glamorous when you're watching them on YouTube or you got the DVDs, and I would never dissuade anybody from going after any of this stuff because I admire anybody, whether you succeed or you have a setback and you come back and get it because you have my utmost respect. But as John said, you got to put the work in, and I'll say this, not only the work, you better have mental preparation and be able to withstand whatever's coming to you. Take it away, John. Yeah, it, it comes down to take some core stuff that's going to absolutely challenge you to the core of your soul. Mm-hmm. If you really want to make a difference, if you want to find out um, what you're made of, then you have to find something that's going to cause you to dig so deep that you really have to use part of your soul and your energy, you know, your spiritual, your mental, your emotional might to accomplish it. And when you're done, you're spent, you're in a pile of sweat, mm-hmm. and you pretty much have to crawl back, you know, to the house. That's <laughs> how you get results. That's how work is done. That's how the body gets transformed, and that's where gains come from. Yeah. So find that exercise, whatever it is for you, and get it done. And do that work. And you're going to see crazy changes happen to your life on levels beyond the physical yeah but you got to pick that exercise that's going to cause you to dig so deep that you think you're almost going to die and i think too when we're talking about barbells obviously you know the deadlift is set up in a way where you don't need a lot of equipment other than a good bar and good plates i mean you can deadlift in your backyard if you want it doesn't matter so that's the um that's the great thing about a deadlift, and we know, you know, we're talking barbells, but we know so many people like the trap bar, the supination, you know, meaning where you got your hands set, especially if you've had a bicep tear. Um, also, too, um, you know, people like just stepping into that diamond, and away we go, you know, the way it's set up, and it works better for some, and for others, they like the barbell, but I know a lot of guys, too, that compete. Um, they'll use a trap bar for quite a while, and when they're getting ready to go into a contest, they'll switch over to the actual, whether it's a power bar or whatever they're using, and they'll prep just before they go into a meet, and they've had a lot of success. I know a lot of my friends at Powerlift on the off-season, believe it or not, the only thing they use is a trap bar. So there's another thing. Okay. Go ahead, John. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, a trap bar is awesome. Um, what I like about trap bars is you use so much more weight than you can, you know, forward pull. Sure. So I love it. I think it's a little more user friendly. I think if you had somebody that's not going to compete, you know, I, I love the trap bar because you're getting the squat and the deadlift all in one, all in one, it's kind yeah. of a high 
exercise. Yep. Um, but the big thing is, if you're not doing some kind of pulling movement, you know, whether it's a trap bar, whether you take two heavy kettlebells to the side, whatever it may be, you really, for the shoulder conditioning and the tendons, you need to have that pulling sensation at some point. Um, you can't get that just from a press. You need to have that opposite, that pulling out, that stretching, and that's what builds that tendon strength. Yep. It's easier to build tendons in the legs on down because anything you do, squat, deadlift, whatever that's going to be, is building those tendons. But the tendons of the fingers and the arms all the way up through the shoulders, you really need to be pulling on something heavy. Even if it's an isometric chain, you know, attached to the ground. Sure, sure. You know, no matter what it is, you got to do it. Um, one thing I always think of, and I've put the picture up a number of times, you know, my feeling on Anthony DeTillo. I mean, obviously, he was a big rack guy, among many other things. But, you know, you look at that picture of him from the side. I mean, you know, you see so many of these guys that, all right, maybe they got some traps and back, but then they turn to the side and you can hardly see anything. That, to me, when you see a guy like Dottillo that is just built top to bottom, side to side, that's what you want to have, especially when you're going after, you know, the Denny Stones or, like I said, the Husafel Stone or you're competing in powerlifting, or you're doing massive power rack work. It, it's, a, it's a thing where you need these three implements to build, build, build. And what I like about it, I love dumbbells. I am such a fan and user of the two-inch dumbbell handle from Iron Mind. Um, and as everyone knows, I designed a piece of apparatus where I can put it at any height in my power rack because what we do with it is we put the rods right through the sleeves we built in this piece of apparatus, which stretches the width of the rack, and I can put the dumbbell on top of it, put my hand through the bottom, and press in full safety. And I can run bands in the X-Factor or one band across it, so if I want to get a little bit of an isometric with that, I can do that. Now, I've got all the outside stuff with the chains, and the cabling I use to put the big dumbbells through, I can set it at any height. I can do an isometric with that without even having to pull it against something because all I got to do is pull an inch, two inch, three inches, and hold it. Hold it with all my might. Um, it's real interesting stuff. So I love pressing them from a dead start, obviously. I love cleaning and pressing them. I mean, sometimes I'll do that. I'll have the one-inchers outside load them to just a reasonable weight, like use it like I talked before, like a primer, I call it. And then go in and have that big two-inch beast loaded, maybe a lockout, maybe four inches from lockout, et cetera, et cetera. My God, folks, you know, as my friend Craig used to always say, who was quite a lifter back in the 60s, um, he was a Y guy. That's where I met him all at the YMCA. Um he used to always say, you know, let's go build some coconut shoulders. You want to build coconut shoulders, do those two movements together. And, you know, I, I love to hear people say, John, it's like, well, you can't do two of those movements together. You know, it's not going to build anything. Well, you know something, when you start learning and doing things, why do you have to go heavy on both of them? Why not switch them off from time to time, you know? Uh, heavier the cleans and presses off the ground. Um, lighter 
in the dead start in the wreck. Uh, you got a world of possibilities to build the nastiest looking shoulder girdle in the world. And you and I, I know, and you're an avid bencher. I mean, we've read some of the things you and, the, and your training guys have done together. Um, when the when the bench press is corrected, there's not a finer movement than that. The only thing that I've got against the, with the bench press is obviously all the gear, you know, the the big high arching, and of course, um, you know, I like doing things on my feet. But that doesn't mean it's not a good movement. It's an excellent mass mover, and I mean, it's pretty impressive to see somebody moving some massive weight raw too. So that's another thing. Now stone wise. I'm going to say, and I'll give this right to John, is this. And and obviously, DB, DBs, I love the bent rows with them. I love the right between the uh, legs. I love the standing deadlifts with them. And I would encourage you to use a, a, a thicker bar, too. That is that is really the essence of it. Yep, you're going to probably have to cut your weights down, because depending how strong your grip is. But don't let that dissuade you, because the fun of this is going to be, we just talked about grip and stones. Just think what your grip's going to be like in six months. So it's always going to be a win-win if you approach it that way. Now, with stones, everyone knows I've designed, and they're out all over the place now, the Steel Hoosa Steels. And that's my name. That's my trademark. Um, there's nothing like walking a stone. I've said this on shows with John, too, and I, I and I, I want John to um, respond to all this, too. Um if I had to do it all over again, because John said right in the beginning you can be a monster just doing stones, and there's no doubt about it. But if I knew 25 years ago what I know now, and this is what I do with clients or, or my family, the kids, start walking a stone. What do you mean walk a stone? What's that going to do? Start building up your walking a little bit more distance, and a little bit more heavy. You do that for a full year. Now, I'm not saying don't do other things, but make that your primary movement and build, surround the wagon, as you used to see in the old westerns. Surround that wagon with maybe a couple other good movements. You know, John talked about the deadlift. We talked about the squat. We talked about the thick bar uh, bench press, dead stop stuff, holds, all that. I guarantee you, I'll, I'll make this guarantee, you train a stone the way we talk about on our shows and the way we're talking about them today, Set, take a picture today, take a picture a year from now, and get a hold of me. I'll have you on the show. It's all yours, John. Well, you know, let's talk about a couple things. First, you talk about why you love dumbbells. One of the things about dumbbells that is a great advantage is you have the off the uh, the body is having to basically balance two objects rather than one solid object. So then you're going to get a little more growth hormone boost. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're balanced. You're going to hit some more stabilizers that you probably wouldn't hit maybe with the barbell. One of the things, if you have healthy shoulders, one of the advantages of dumbbells are that you can get a little extra stretch on your pressing movements compared to a barbell. Yep. Uh, depending on what the exercise is, whether it's a benching or even an overhead press, uh, you're able to do a couple things that you probably could not do with a barbell. So that's major advantages of a du- of the dumbbells. And, uh, again, putting the thick handle on it is just going to change everything. You know, that just makes you so much better. You're, you're getting the hyper, the irritation effect. 
all kinds of stuff is happening where the body is working together yep. as a unit. Um, so that's fantastic. Uh, one of the things that I, I've liked is the best equipment right now, I feel like, as far as making changes, mm-hmm. are changes to the classics. For instance, um, not doing away with the barbell, but how can we make the barbell better in certain exercises? So one of the things I've been using a lot right now is the Tsunami Bar. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I've been doing just massive, explosive uh, push-pull exercises, especially on the bench press where, you know, I'm rocketing that weight up and then it snaps overhead and I'm pulling it back to my body till I increase a massive, massive load and just a redirection. Um, those of you who've read my book, one of the things we talk about is the gorilla gets so strong by actually grabbing a tree and grabbing things and just shaking it that we call primal shaking. Yep. That's one of the great things that I've been loving doing with the tsunami barbell is doing my regular barbell exercises and then supplementing them with a specialty barbell. And that's what I want to talk about to the group right now is that once you get the basics down, then you can start with some specialty exercises. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, then you can go to some specialty dumbbells or fat bells, whatever, you know, that you want to go with. Um, of course, the stones are stones. So there is no specialty stones. Either you can lift it or you can't. But that that's one of the things I like is that, you know, once you get the basics – the best new equipment or the, the are basically basic changes to already amazing tools like the barbell. I mean, again, the barbell is like one of the all-time greatest you know things you'll ever have. But can we tweak the barbell to get some advantages on other exercises? Right, right. That's why I like the tsunami thing because I think far too many guys aren't doing enough explosive movements. I think that grinds are the most important. But you have to incorporate some explosive movements if you're ever going to move big, big heavy weights. Well, you also know, too, John, I don't have to tell you, um, you better be explosive when you're going to pick a stone up. Since we're yeah. talking about, yeah, I mean, grinding's great. It's not going to go. It's not going to go. I mean, you go to walk up to that Husafel stone, and you just try to grind that thing up. And that's saying if you can grip this thing and grab it, um... Yep, I, I hope to God you stand up and walk the 50 meters, but chances are you'll walk two feet and drop it. You're not going to grind that lift out. You're going to have to be the most strongest, fiercest, um, will-driven, um, decisive. You know, we talk about belief, especially with, you know, you and I talk about God. We're not shy about it. Your belief system is going to be everything, and you hit it right on the mark. There's certain things you can grind them out, and it looks impressive as hell. But there's other things. You better be able to explode that thing in a space when you go to get it. And that, there are just certain things that you just cannot do. There was a thing, um, Jim Splain, he's a great guy. Obviously, probably everybody knows him from, he's all, you know, Scotland. And he always sends me stuff in etched in stone. And this weekend... Um, you know, the gathering in Scotland's coming up for the Denny Stones on the 5th of August. And uh, a few of the guys were there to train the other day. And, I mean, think about this. You had the likes of Stevie Shanks, Mark Haydock, Martin Janzix, Dean Kent, and Brent Nickel. All right? Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is this. When you watch these men 
and women there, but we're talking about these gentlemen here. And they're all going to walk with them. You know, I know Mark Haydock, who's been on here a ton, is going to break the record. That, you know, that Donald Denny did. Um, if he didn't tear his... Think about this, folks. You want to talk about dedication and explosion? The One of the Dinnies went across his... Um, I believe it was his Achilles last year. It sliced it right in half. And yet he continued and then dropped them. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. So when John is saying grind them out is great, and then we're and then he was hitting upon explosion, all these lifts, man, when you see what they're doing is incredible. Now, and I'll get right to you, John. Um, like when Martin was on here last, and as everybody knows, Martin's got the site for historic stones. We're connected with him off FBC too. And Martin is just about done. I believe Bill Crawford wrote the foreword of his new book. And this book he's doing, it is so extensive on how to lift stones, it'll blow your mind. It, to me, it's going to be almost like Martin's in the same room with you. And I congratulate him because he's very generous with people. He takes people all over and all that. But if you've been paying attention and seeing what he's doing with these stones, heavier and heavier, shouldering them, pressing them overhead, you got to be explosive fast and really loving this stuff because, you know, you're playing with dynamite, but it's fun dynamite, if you can believe that. And that's what I love about what we're talking about today. Follow these guys. Follow John when you see when they put video up and what they're doing with the barbells in the gym. Or Martin, you know, we talk about dumbbells today. Martin is an avid, avid believer and this is all he does. I know he does other things, but as far as bicep work, dumbbells. He curls them more like, um, you know, it's not with your palm up and curling it straight. He turn, he's got his palm facing his thigh. He comes up in that manner and then turns it at the top. Or he just comes up and does it like a hammer curl, I guess they call him. Those are the things you need to know, learn, and do. Go ahead, John. I mean, it all goes in with what we're talking about. And I thank Jim, too. Jim is a hell of a guy that really contributes to Etched, and I just want to offer that thanks to him. So it's all yours, brother. Well, again, everything you're saying is just right on. You know, I just think people need to really just focus on, you know, picking those amazing lifts. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're talking about, you know, doing incredible stuff with stones, with barbells. Take that thing up and just rip it for a ride. You know? <laughs> yep, here's the yep. thing I want to put this up to, to people. If you don't have a stone, one of the cheapest things you can do is go out and get a heavy, heavy, heavy-duty sandbag. I mean, yeah. the kit from Iron Mind, it's going to cost you, what, I think it's like 60 bucks. Yeah, it's nothing. You know? Yep. It, it, it's nothing compared to, you know, if, if you, don't, you don't have a stone mold or don't have a place you can do that, you know, you can do this in your garage or anywhere. You, know, you can load that thing up. I've got mine over to almost 300 pounds of, of sand in there. That's awesome. You know? yep. So there's no excuse. You know, if, if you want to do so, stone lifting, you can simulate it. You know, you can do different things. Um, another thing we've even done is in my basement, I have uh, the stone training bar. Yeah. And that that's, again, there is no substitute for perfect stone training. All I'm saying is, hey, well, listen, and say, well, I don't have access to a stone yet. Don't wait. You can jump on this stuff. Um, I have a stone training bar, which basically is just a, a cut-off end of uh, of a loading plate type yep. thing. Yep. 
And we put all the Olympic plates on there and put a big cap on the end, and then there you have a stone. Yeah. Um, I love that thing. I mean, that's a fantastic thing, especially when you do the rubber plates because you don't have to worry about wearing gauntlets or anything or a sweatshirt. Yep. You can just rip that thing off the ground for rep after rep after rep after rep after rep after rep. So, you know, there's just lots of options. My point is get out and do something that, that's going to tax you. You know, there's just so much amazing stuff out there. And I'm hoping that as people listen to the show, they're inspired to go out and get after it. Yeah. You know, uh, don't say, wait, I wish I had these, these special dumbbells or I wish I had the thick handle. My first pair of thick handle dumbbells, because I was inspired by my mentor, John Brookfield, I went out and I bought, you know, four rolls of duct tape. Yep. And I made my own thick handle. I used duct tape to make thick handle dumbbells. So, you know, there is no excuse. It, it just comes down to how hard do you want to try? How hard do you want it? How hard do you want transformation? And how much do you want to be a part of this physical culture? Oh, you know, yeah. it's not enough to listen to the show and get, you know, vicariously live through what's happening on the show. You've got to get out and do it. And, you know, then you're going to be the one that's making YouTube videos. Then people will be watching you. Yeah. And you're a mentor to somebody else. But it starts today. I'm hoping that everybody listens to this podcast, gets out today, and lifts something heavy. I'm with you. And, you know, one thing we didn't say, which is such a big factor in all this, the ability to transport. Um, dumbbell handles are pretty easy to take and some plates with you. Sandbags. I mean, you know, you got a truck, even your car. It's not going to damage it when you put it in the trunk or anything. Stones, I'd be a little careful. If they roll, you could end up popping the, the, you know, from the inside out. But the point of the matter is the ability to go and do whatever you want. Maybe you want to go over and train in a park today or maybe you want to run some hills. Well, why can't you do farmer's walks with your dumbbells? Or why can't you take a stone? We talked about bear hugging. Go run some hills. Go run some distance. Uh, set your dumbbells up. Have a little course there. You know, walk 25 feet with your sandbag. Drop it. Grab your dumbbells. Away you go. Turn around. Come back. Grab your sandbag. You can set up medleys with this stuff. We didn't even get into this. But, you know, a barbell, dumbbell, and a stone is like the ultimate thing. If you go with like John was saying, which was a perfect point, if you don't have the space, you don't have the rack, you don't have the squat stands that are safe, deadlift. Deadlift. You're you're safe, okay? You're safe. Secondly, dumbbells. It does, Look, you can go to any welding place or a scrap iron place, and buy a one-inch rod to whatever length you want. You can get the bulldog collars from Iron Mind, or you can get them anywhere on the Internet, but make sure they're good and they bite right into the bar. What do, what do plates cost? One-inch plates? You can buy them. I mean, go to a garage sale. I guarantee you, you'll find them everywhere. I find them almost everywhere when I'm looking around. And then the same way with sand. John hit it right on the head. You can order all the stuff from uh, Iron Mind if you want. Uh, you can talk to our pal Kenny Nowicki and, with Cerebus. Um, but here's what you do. This is what I do a lot. I go down, buy multiple bags of sand. They're 50 pounds, dirt cheap, okay? You can go to any Lowe's or Home Depot. They make these carpenter bags. And what I do is I'll take 
and I don't even open up the sandbags. I'll take them and put them in huge garbage bags. And as John and I were saying, John said in the beginning, duct tape will be your best friend. And what you do is you duct tape these bags and you wrap it around and around and X and Y and all that. I make it so they're so compact they're as hard as a rock. So now it's in there, and then I'll get these carpenter bags, or you can buy, um, oh, shit, if you got tractor supplies, you can buy burlap bags. Now, they're not going to be real durable for long, but they're cheap. I think they're like 50 cents a bag. You do all that, you put in the burlap, and then you duct tape it all again so it's nice and hard. Guess what? I Get a permanent marker, mark it on the tape how much it weighs. Have fun, folks. I mean, we just gave you information, obviously, that most people would never give you for free. And I don't mind doing that because I've I've watched, I've, I've observed, and I come up with my own ways to build stuff. But let me tell you, you can build a beautiful dumbbell for pennies on the dollar, and you can build a beautiful stone for pennies on a dollar. What do you think, John? I mean, huh? I mean, what? There's no excuse. You just got to get out and get it done. I mean, I've gone to the welder many, many times to build stuff, prototypes, all that kind of stuff. And again, you know, you can get something custom made for exactly what you want. You know, it doesn't take a lot. What takes is the effort to go and get your butt down and, and go and get it done. Yeah, you know, don't wait. Say, well, you know, a month or two, I'm going to go get that dumbbell made. You know, go get it done. Yeah, don't wait. Go get it. Yeah, you know, nope. um, cut you off a chunk of steel and lift it. You know, if you don't want, I mean, just get creative. Yeah. Um, you know, and and then then you can worry about you know the the, the, the new stuff. You know, um, one of the things I love and I've been doing a lot of dating uh, with right now is our revolving dumbbell. Okay. Uh, I should say, a revolving barbell. Yep. I think some people have seen that where uh, we've had Randy Couture and different people on it, but it's the time under tension principle, and it rotates and spins the revolver. Um, there's all kinds of stuff that you can get into later on, but I tell people start with the basics. Start with a sandbag. Go out and get yourself a sandbag. Get yourself a barbell. Get a heavy dumbbell. That's where you start. Then you can get into the other stuff, you know, where we're talking about the blood flow restriction training, like the sure. strong yep. hands yep. uh, that I've been working for a long time. And any of the listeners on Motivational Muscle, they, they can get 15% off of Go Be Strong just by using the coupon code SUBMIT. Nice. So that's going to save you a ton of money right there from listening to this show. Okay. But that stuff is later on. I, I want to talk to Joe Blow out there. If you've been listening to this show and you really haven't, you know, got into what we call this physical culture of heavy lifting, the strong man, the strong woman, um, be the best version of yourself culture, go out, get yourself a barbell, go buy a sandbag, get a heavy dumbbell. You've got three tools that between carries and lifts, you know, I love loaded carries. Oh, yeah. Loaded carries, you know, over the head, at the side. You've got enough to take care of all your cardio, you know, all of your your hormonal, all of your strength needs right there in that complete package. Uh, without a doubt. And one thing I would tell you, be prepared because you're going to be eating up a storm. Uh, you're going to need a new wardrobe after you get done doing this stuff. I know we're at time and everything, John. Um, if there, if it, you, you talked about, you know, what to go out and do. Is there, out of the three things, I mean, 
if they want to just do one movement for a while and, as they say, specialize, what would you say out of the three we talked about, you know, the dumbbells, the barbells, and the stones, give us one movement for them to start with. Well, if I was just going to do one thing, I mean, I, I would, if you're starting out and you just want to get stronger, I would get that heavy sandbag. Yep. And, you know, before you can even get a stone, get a heavy sandbag. And I would do just this basic circuit. I would practice my lifting as far as just getting it off the ground, deadlifting the bear hug. Then I would shoulder it, work on shoulder and walking with it with on my one shoulder. Yep. Go to the other shoulder and do a walk. You do about a 20, 30-minute circuit of that, that alone would make you into a monster. Oh, yeah. I and mean, that would make you into a monster. Loaded carry. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Practice the lift. But really, you know, if we're talking about wanting to get, you know, it's summertime and really wanting to get that grindy, dirty, greasy, sweaty, you know, <laughs> workout. Yeah. Pick those things up and do sandbag carries. I mean, if there's one thing, I guess because we're trying to narrow it down to one thing, you know, you choose the variation, whether you want to put it on the shoulder or bear hug it, whatever you want to do. But do sandbag carries. Your entire body will thank you later. I agree totally, and I'll give you mine. Same premise, um, but you're going to get two cinder blocks. Put them together. Uh, you're going to clean it off the ground, bear hug it, and you're going to do step-ups. Um, incredible. One, put your, put your non, you, well, you use your whole, le- both legs, but put one foot obviously on one block and come off the ground with the other one and step up to the other block. Now you can do them all on one side or you can switch back and forth. If you've never done them, I would say stay on one side because you're going to be using muscles, tendons, ligaments you've never used like that before. I'm telling you right now. You get up to a 200-pound sandbag doing those, or more, or I don't care. You can use a 50-pound, whatever works for you. Watch and see. You know, we talked about explosion. I'm doing I'm doing a little bit of stuff like that. I'm doing a lot of things right now with sandbags. I'm going to tell you, ladies and gents, you go on a program of that and what John said with picking up and carrying those two movements, do that for 90 days and get back to both of us. Because if you make the gains and the strength I'm figuring, if you're up for it, are you up for what we're asking you to do? You can come on a three-way call with John and I. And I'm not kidding you. We'd love to have you on. We'd love to hear about your success. And that's what it's all about. Um, John, if you want to comment, summarize anything, give out your websites, anything that's going on, let me give out my material, and we'll get ready for next month, my friend. Absolutely. Um, first of all, if you're in the Fremont area, um, if you're in this northern Indiana area on Friday night here in Fremont, Indiana, I am going to be holding back two Harley-Davidson motorcycles with my arms, and uh, that's going to be downtown at the Classic Car, car Show. And uh, if you've never seen that, it's a great thing to see the human link, to see two Harley Davidson. <laughs> uh, yep. So just throwing that out there. If you're in the northern Indiana area and you listen to the show, or you, you know, even Chicago area, we'd love to have you come by and just meet you and uh, get a chance to talk with you. Also, you can get uh, both of my books on Dragon Door or Amazon. Uh, you can get the Neural Grip Challenge and, of course, the classic Neuromast, the ultimate system to spectacular strength. You can see all of our innovative products that we have, the revolver that I just briefly talked about, 
uh, that a lot of athletes are using right now on submitstrength.com. And then also, Go Be Strong makes the best inflatable, uh, again, you're, you're using basically blood pressure cuffs, the best blood flow restriction training devices I've ever used. Um, I love them. I use them all the time. And listeners today can get 15% off, which is a huge chunk of change. Um, 15% off by using the coupon code SUBMIT. Just S-U-B-M-I-T. They're going to get 15% off. You can follow me on Facebook or Twitter or any of those things. would love to chat with you. But most of all, you know, I, I love the motto of, of, of motivation and muscle. We don't try. We succeed. Ah, yeah. Go out and succeed. That's awesome, John. Thanks. That is awesome. Um, if you want, quickly, um, any news with the uh, Earth Pulse E-Stim that you found? I'm loving it. I'm really doing a lot of DC work with it. Yep. Um, had a lot of good conversations with Paul. Yep. Um, I've done everything from using it on my eyes to, I mean, which people think is insane, but it's, it's just fantastic. Yep. Um, something I'm really experimenting with is putting it in the balance system. Okay. Um, working on the vestibular. Yep. By actually putting it behind the ears. Yep. On DC. Yep. And uh, that actually will improve balance. It can. It, it's there's so much that can be done with DC power that makes it safe that you can't do with a Mark Pro and no. you can't do it with uh, a Compex because it's not safe because it's, those are AC DC. Yep. The DC power is kind of a huge secret. Um, and hopefully after listening to the show and many others, it's not going to be a secret anymore. DC power is where it's at, and yeah. uh, you're going to find some fantastic things that you can't do with any other stimulator. Um, I've been having, I've been, you know, I think I told you on the last show, maybe I didn't. Um, I've been having phenomenal results putting it on about an hour and a half before I go out to train too. And Paul and I were talking about, um, especially, I always thought it had to be blue and white when you put when you put. Um, the them on the body part you want to do come to find out paul said no you can run them like two blues together two whites together whatever you want um you know i run them on my hips lower back before i go out and train i mean my it's explosive same way with the shoulder girdle i did do the temples it was very interesting man uh it was and we'll talk about that let me ask you is the concept by putting two collars together that you're going to get more of a plyometric type yep. effect on your training? Correct. Correct. And are and you doing that AC or DC? I do it both. I run them 15 minutes a piece okay. like that. I go 15 AC, 15 DC. Um, it's pretty wild, man. And I'll tell you, I told you the last time we were on, you know, I, you know, John sends me all this stuff with the rack work, and it, I can't remember who wrote it. It was back from the 60s, and this is what's on my mind all the time. We're going to build our traps so big they're going to grow over our ears, and I was like, how cool is that? Well, I've been doing a lot of that with the trap and the rhomboid, and I'm telling you, I'm not saying they're over my ears. You ought to see my traps after I run them ACDC for 15 a pop. They're huge, man, huge. So if I know I'm going to concentrate on a body part, like, say I'm going to do the high pull, or I'm going to take the Apollon axle and use it like a landmine and put it between a stone and a barrel, 
and load one end, and I'm going to row it. So I'm going to have my hands right up at the where the collar would be, you know, that's welded on the bar, loaded on that end, and what I do every set is I switch the hands. So the left might be on top, the right might be on the next. Well, it'll be either left or right, but it'll always switch. Well, I'm telling you right now, it's no coincidence because I've done it multiple times. If I wasn't so sweaty and there was a way to do it, I will tell you right now, John, I would run that between sets when I was doing that. I would, I can't even imagine what that muscular back, that upper back would look like. The rhomboids and the traps and even the shoulders, I think would just be insane. So, Paul and I are talking about a lot of different things, a lot of things when I do, and he loves just the idea. It's the same way you are. It's like we go in and play laboratory rat, and we love doing it, and we're just finding out more and more things. And one more thing before I'm going to sign off is this. You have the Earth Pulse, the regular sleeping uh, magnets like I do. Um, One thing I've been doing, uh, Paul and I have been doing this for quite a while, is running it at 100% on manual mode. But what I found is, we were talking about this, I've been running it on sleep three at 70%. And I'll tell you right now, other than getting up once at night to go to the bathroom, like a clockwork at 3.15 in the morning, I sleep like a monster, man. I could drink caffeine at 9 o'clock at night and still go to sleep. So just to give you that little tidbit, you might want to try that tonight and for a while when you sleep. Um, incredible. My sister's dog, I watched him for a week, and he's he's awesome. He's three years old, I think. His name's Hershey. He's jet black lab. He's got some pity, and this dog is like a live wire. And a few years ago, he was staying here, and it was 4th of July like it was when he was here again. And stuff was going off, and it scared the life out of him, man. And he came up, and I don't usually let dog sleep on my bed but he was scared to death so he came up and that's where he comes all the time here's what you'll love every time Hershey's here for days or two days one day or a week like he just was guess what he's sleeping on every night he's sleeping not only on a primo bed but he's sleeping on the earth pulse magnet system so pretty interesting stuff man very interesting stuff so yeah let me throw this out to you. Are you always using 70%? you find you do better than that than the 100? Um, yeah. Well, I, I haven't gone any higher than 70 because I'm sleeping like an ox, man. Yeah. I have right. it. I usually run it at 100, and I wonder if that's maybe too much. No, it's not too much, but sometimes it can mess with your sleep, too. Manually, I can run that 100 and sleep like a bear. The only reason why I am doing it at 70 with Sleep 3 is because it's working like a gem. And why, why mess around with it right now? You know, so just to let you know, uh, and, you know, not only does, like with Hershey, I mean, I've got a, a just below the top of the line Tempur-Pedic bed. So, I mean, you know, think about what that's doing. So, yeah, that's just a tip for you. I would try Sleep 3 tonight. Running at 70, do it for a while. Let me know and let Paul know um, what you think because you might discover like I did, you just sleep flawlessly like that. It's unreal. That combination, Paul and I have already talked about this. I can do it. I just haven't done it yet. I'm going to run the combination at night when I sleep of, this, of the e stim 
and the magnetic uh, earth pulse sleep. I'm going to do them both together and see what happens. And it ought to be pretty interesting, man, because what I will even do, I'm going to take both magnets from between my mattresses. I'm going to run one magnet on the small of my back and one between my two Tempur-Pedic pillows. And then I'll have the E-Stim hooked up where I'll go to shoulders and I'll probably do both. I'll just do both shoulder, like a shoulder and trap on both sides and see what happens. Because we both know when you got that hooked up, you've got to stay on your back or you can't do it. So a lot of interesting things, but I want, you know, I just want to touch upon this. And, you know, for anybody that's interested in this stuff, and you should be, if you really want recovery, go out to motivationmuscle.com, click on my picture, um, incline in those big 150-pound dumbbells, and it'll take you right to all that information. Um, make make a real educated um, purchase, I'm telling you right now. John and I will talk about you. Send us a note, like I always say, to Fiorella Barbell at nightcap.r.com, and John and I will tell you everything. So that's it. Um, anything else, brother? That's it, man. I think it was a heck of a show. All right. This is Motivation Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc. Also, invest in the companies. That's all there. If there's a show you'd like John and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at NICAP.R.com. Also, too, um, go out. Um, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words of inspiration. You could change a life forever. Um, go out and give us a five-star review on um, iTunes and Stitcher. If you want to get us in your car, AHA directory, that's called AHA. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what they're dealing with. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, Pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And it's a great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher says in blood red, domination, we are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone's. And dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I hear your shows, listen to them, I know there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. Get ready, brother. The tidal wave is just about ready to break through the wall. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, the greatest chiropractor ever would walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Try that on your best or worst day. You will triumph. Um, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a 100 or more of your friends we're coming because we won't n- kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. Join me. Join our whole family and be part of this for the next 30 years. We need you and you need us. And as Les Brown says... Um, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back, and that's very, very important. Um, John, always an honor. What a killer show, man, and especially at the end with talking about what would we do, the, the walking, the step-ups. Nobody does it like us, man. I'm telling you right now, you and I just, uh, it's good, but thank you. It's always an honor, and I thank you for all your support too, brother. Hey, thank you so much. The pleasure's all mine. Yes, sir. So, for John Bruni, Eric Fiorello, um, 
Go out and do something great. Life is asking from you. You're all winners and champions, and we will talk to you soon, and thanks for listening. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.